Hello guys and welcome to another episode of Bird Gang Drive. I am your host Corey and today we're going to be talking about Cardinals training camp. We're going to be talking a lot about Robert Alford's injury and we're going to be talking about the new Cardinals additions the Cardinals have made the past three in the past three days. The first thing I'm going to be talking about is Cardinals training camp. So a lot of good I've heard from Cardinals training camp. The only bad which isn't technically bad was one of the first days of training camp, Cardinals' top star receiver, DeAndre Hopkins, uh, was apparently apparently had a hamstring injury or he had a, some sort of hamstring tightness. So that kind of freaked us out a bit, but it was nothing. It was just a little mini bit of tightness. And um, yeah, but other than that, uh, Cliff has been impressed with receivers Andy Isabella and Trent Sherfield, along with a lot of other defensive players, which is which is not a surprise. Jalen and Jalen Thompson, our guy we got in the supplemental draft last year from Washington State, he's doing really really well in training camp. And all in all, this looks like a team that could that could very well improve next year from their five five ten and one record last year. The Cardinals, as as may as most of you have heard. Do not have a preseason this year due to due to COVID nineteen, but I feel like that's a good thing because then that can get the players a lot more healthier. And but the bad thing is is that a lot of the undrafted guys and a lot of the practice squad guys and a lot of the late round guys that were selected don't have probably won't be playing won't be playing at all this year if any. Um, yeah, that's that's not a good thing about the whole. COVID-19 and how it's dismantling our season. The second thing I'm talking about is Robert Alford's injury. So most of you know, but some of you may not know, Robert Alford, again, has another season-ending injury. The second one ever since he has been claimed off waivers from the Cardinals. From the Cardinals. Alford was claimed off waivers from the Cardinals last offseason. Um... Actually, not last off season, but it was like during week fifteen, week sixteen, or week seventeen, when the Cardinals were number one on the waiver wire. So here's how it works: the worst team with the worst draft, the worst team with the worst record, there's a waiver wire, and the worst team with the worst record is number one on the waiver wire. So whoever gets cut late in the season or the first time of the off season, the worst team can always get the first waiver pickups. On that player available, so that's what the Cardinals did, expecting hopefully to get some help on the up opposite side of Patrick Peterson, but we all know that does it hasn't worked because Robert Alford has tore his pectoral muscle and will be out for the rest of the season. If and if he isn't, he's probably going to be out till at least week fifteen, sixteen, or seventeen. Um, and my other third thing is the replacements the Cardinals have signed for Robert Alford. The Cardinals two days ago signed former Saints cornerback Ken Crawley. He's mo- mostly for depth purposes, so don't freak out. He's mostly for depth purposes. I believe Crowley is 26, 27, maybe going on 28. So, yeah, he's mostly for depth purposes, and I believe he signed for one year for a one-year deal. And also today, just earlier, the Cardinals have also signed former Bengals and Giants corner B.W. Webb who's 30 years old and has some playing time, but he's not as great either, but he's also for depth. So apparently what I've heard is that the Cardinals are still looking around for maybe more 
positional for maybe more help on the cornerback side. Uh, the best player I heard is former Bengals corner Trey Kirkpatrick. Kirkpatrick, I believe, will be 28-29 when the season rolls around. So he's probably only going to be around on a one-year deal as well. Or maybe even a two-year deal. But looking at it, the Cardinals will probably get at least a decent corner. Someone that's cheap because the Cardinals only have like around like four, four to five million, depending how much they had before the deals. So looking at it, I think Arizona will be, will be, I feel if the Cardinals get one more move, they're set at the corner position. I think Webb and Crawley, even though they are not great, great corners, I believe they're decent depth options for if we have another issue, if we have another injury with one of our corners next year. But the Cardinals will probably move, um, the Cardinals will probably move their second year corner probably to the slot again, or probably to the outside again, Byron Murphy, due to the injury to Robert Alford. Um, my other topic I'm talking about is Cliff Kingsbury's offense. Ever since the Cardinals have acquired Kenyon Drake last season, the Cardinals have uh, strayed away from their air raid offense and has become way more of a balanced offense. I really do feel like that this balanced offense, that Cliff will run a balanced offense this year and will still probably call a little bit of air raid, but I think it'll mainly be more balanced. If Cliff runs air raid next season, don't expect us to win as many games unless he somehow runs an adapted air raid offense that can fit in this league. But other than that, I I have always thought that now that we have our running back set, Cliff Kingsbury will be running a balanced, up-tempo offense. I really do feel that. I feel having Drake, having rookie rookie running back Eno Benjamin, and having third-year man, and having third-year man, um... And having our third-year man, who's our second-string running back, there, it makes our running back core set. I really do feel like that this Cardinals offense will be even better this year. I heard the Cardinals, from the Wilkes era to the Kingsbury era, the offense has really, really, really gotten way better. And I hope that it will get even better this year due to the recent acquisitions the Cardinals made this whole offseason moving into this. Um, the only reason I don't see the Cardinals having an offense, another offensive, a good offensive year is that if Kenny and Drake doesn't turn out or if Cliff Kingsbury doesn't run his offense well, and he's not a very smart play caller, which is very, which is very highly unlikely that Cliff will be ruining our offense. But you see, I always have felt like now Cliff Kingsbury is around I call them a younger version of a Bruce Arians. I really, really do. They're two They're two very different coaches. Yes, I understand that. Bruce Arians has been in the league longer, and he, and he runs a totally different offense other than Cliff's. But I feel their offenses are somewhat similar. And um, when Bruce Arians was here, he ran a balanced, he ran a balanced vertical offense. He ran up the field all the time. With with Cliff, he runs more of a balanced up tempo uh, up tempo air raid offense, as as I would like to call it. Um, I think you can run your air raid offense just as long as you're balanced and you use a lot of 
um, unpredictable, um, unpredictable sets. Because last year with Cliff, he's been a very predictable guy. I think his offenses were too easy to read last year. But now that we have Kenyon Drake and we know what he can do in Cliff's offense, I really do feel like that this offense will be top five at best. Top five at best. The worst I see us is being at least 15th. I feel like we have way too much way too much talent and way too much depth along our offense. And the only reason why I don't see us winning very many games is if our players get too cocky or if Cliff gets a little too cocky and runs his offense the way he ran it before he acquired Kenny and Drake last year. But I do not see that happening. I do see the Cardinals improving a lot next year. The Cardinals brought back Brenton Buckner as D-line D, as D coach. That's a guy that I feel like will be could be promoted up to the D, D coordinator position if Vance Joseph gets fired next year if the Cardinals defense doesn't do well. The Cardinals also have another maybe D coordinator in waiting in linebackers coach Billy Davis. See, Billy Davis, 10, or 11, or 10 11 years ago, was on the Cardinals staff of Ken Wisenhut. And he was a D coordinator then. And Ken Wisenhut was an offensive coach. So if Vance Joseph gets fired, uh, Cliff Kingsbury's got a lot of options for his D coordinator position so he doesn't have to go outside of the books and hire a totally new defensive coordinator. Um, I feel Branson Buckner and Billy Davis are both great assistant coaches to be our D coordinator next year if Vance Joseph gets fired if our defense doesn't do much. But I feel like Second year under Vance Joseph, our defense will also very much get better. With We have a lot more talent than we did on the defensive side of the ball last year. That was another reason that hurt Vance Joseph. I feel that's a reason. That's one of the reasons why Vance Joseph is coming back his second year. I knew Kime in the draft was going to go defense. I knew Kime was looking heavily into Isaiah Simmons. That's why when Isaiah Simmons went at, dropped, to number, dropped to number eight, Kime pulled the books and drafted him at number eight. I really do feel like that with the acquisitions of Jordan Phillips, Leaky Fotu, Richard Lawrence, Isaiah Simmons, and guys like Devondre Campbell will definitely help this defense win games in 2020-21 and so on and so forth. I really do feel like that this Cardinals team could finish with a surprising record, and I'll say it again, 11-5. and five. Yes, I do feel like the Cardinals can go 11-5 and five and win their division next year. All they need to do is win the games they're supposed to win, and I feel like there's a lot of games on this schedule the Cardinals are able to win. There's way too many. With this talent, I see us at least sneaking one from San Francisco and, C- and two from Seattle. I do feel like Seattle... Is a little bit worse of a team offensively. I don't feel like I feel like defensively with the acquisitions of Adams will will make Seattle more of a dangerous team again on the defensive side of the ball. But looking at it, I think the Cardinals can at least steal one from Seattle, one from San Francisco, and at least one or two from LA. I do feel like I'm gonna be highly confident here and highly optimistic that the Cardinals could even steal two from LA, the LA Rams. So there's that. If the Cardinals can at least get two from L.A., one from San Francisco, one from Seattle, and can win at least seven more games, the Cardinals can easily be one of the best NFL teams this year. I really do feel like it.
And that'll be all for my show today. I will be back hopefully tomorrow with another episode of this podcast. And I am out.